Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I am your host, Marla Martinson, and yes, I am a matchmaker. I'm a matchmaker. I'm a life coach. Um, I do a lot of things. So I have loved playing Cupid for the past two decades, and my clients, as far as matchmaking, are affluent, upscale men who are busy, have great lives, and want to outsource their dating. So just as someone would outsource having their house cleaned or, um, you know, maybe they you order food to be brought in, you want healthy meals, and so you have a company cook the meals for you, and then they deliver it, you've got five days of food, you know, outsourcing things to make your life a lot easier. I know that singles feel that having to go online, um, searching on the online dating sites feels like a full-time job, weeding through, slogging through the profiles. You don't know if the people look like their photos, if their old photos are new, if they're even a bot or a real person. There's so many variables there and uncertainties although online can be a great space and I've known people to meet their soulmates and, and love of their lives on, on, on online dating sites. But for the men who are um, really busy and, and want um, a service that will screen the women for the qualities that they're looking for and just do all that legwork, uh, that's what I do. My partner, Fred Lee, and I, we've been working together for over two decades and had our own business together since 2012. And uh, we absolutely love playing Cupid. We have a small group of men. We It's almost like a little family. We usually take about a dozen uh, guys at a time. And we have the most beautiful, sweet, uh, smart women in the country, single women in the country that are seeking their soulmate. And the reason that the women come to us, uh, they're meeting people other ways as well. They're getting asked out. They're beautiful. They've got a lot going on. They're dynamic. Uh, They may be online as well, but they kind of feel like we're their big sister. And we know the guys. We know that our clients are serious about uh, long-term relationship or marriage. Uh, we know them well, that we've seen them, we've met them. Uh, many of the people have gone to their homes, um, seen their lifestyles, and so they trust us to steer them in the right direction. And so what I want to talk about today is if you're working with a matchmaker or thinking of working with a matchmaker as a single uh, man, um, I want to talk about when things in the, in the beginning, when they seem to 
kind of get a slow start. It's like when you're trying to start up an engine and it hasn't been started in a while and you like get that noise that "Eh, you got to get it going, right? You've got to warm up that engine. And there's something like, you know, beginner's luck, which, which if if you want to do something, Sometimes things just happen, right? If you get into business and you land a huge client, it's this beginner's luck and then things may not go as fast. There's something that I've noticed with matchmaking and dating where almost there's a a few snafus, a little slow start, and then things kind of smooth out and the men will get frustrated. They'll get upset because they're expecting to get on these phenomenal dates from the get-go. And we do set up dates from the get-go, but... If something happens, whereas let's say we match you with a woman and this, okay, this happened, this happened the other day. Um, a man had a date, uh, in-person date, a dinner date with, with one of our ladies. He was really looking forward to the second date. She had to go out of town. So a week went by, they had a date set up for the next weekend. And then guess what? She tripped and fell and cracked her ribs. And so she had to cancel that second date. And he was feeling frustrated because he was excited. And then there were a couple of other um, women that he spoke to on the phone along the way that we made matches, but because he needed some coaching and the conversation went a little bit negative, I'm going to talk about that. The women decided not to meet him. He hadn't dated in a while. He was in a relationship. And so he was getting, feeling rejected, getting frustrated. He was lonely and he wanted to throw in the towel already within the first two to three weeks. He wanted to throw in the towel. He has a six month, month membership. We do six month to one year memberships. And so we're like, okay, hold on a minute. (laughs) So there's two components here. If you haven't dated in a while, um, it is a good idea to get a little bit of coaching, and we can do that. We can coach you. We can talk to you. We can get a, have, hire a coach for you. Um, but you want to make sure that when you're having these first date, first conversations, there's a little trap here that, that the men – this happens men and women both ways, but I'm talking about men because the men are our, our paying clients – and if a woman asks you, hey, you know, why did you get divorced? What happened with your last relationship? What, why did you break up? Uh-oh, that is a – they don't mean to trap you, but it, it's a trap that you fall into. Because if you say, well, oh, my gosh, my, my ex, oh, she cheated on me, and she was an alcoholic, she was bipolar – and it was a nightmare, and I couldn't get her out of the house, and I was, you know, with her for a certain amount of time, and all this, and then, then the, I've had this happen, and then the woman's like, hey, I don't, you know, this guy's too negative, he has too much drama, I don't, I don't want this, I don't want to meet someone like that. But the man wanted to be honest; he didn't want to lie, and so that's, a, we'll coach you with that if you work with us. But the thing to do there is keep. That answer very short and change the subject. And you may just want to say something like, you know what? We realized that we really were not aligned. I, I wish her the best. And I've done some work on myself. I'm healed and I'm ready to move on and meet someone fantastic. And I'd really like to talk about you and get to know you better. Uh, where's your, you know, what's on your bucket list for your vacations? Where's the place that you want to go the most or what's your favorite wine or talk about 
some things to get to know that that person and get off the subject of the exes. This is not a therapy session. It is now. This is very interesting because the gentleman, when we discussed it a little bit, he says, well, I thought, you know, I'd get some sympathy or empathy or they, you know, uh, that would give me some points that they'd think basically he was thinking maybe they'd feel sorry for him and want to meet him and think, gosh, whoa, poor guy, you know, you're this great guy and this woman cheated on you and she was an alcoholic and all these other issues. No, 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 no. They, women want a strong man. They want someone with their act together and not someone who is going to get, I mean, it sounds harsh, but not someone who's portraying themselves as someone who's being cheated on and can't pick someone who's, who's aligned and and healthy emotionally and mentally. Now, that being said, it happens a lot. We, we are, our ex's relationship is a spiritual practice. I will say that. And it is a catalyst for growth. And so many of us, including myself, I've, I tended to always pick uh, verbally abusive men, narcissists. And well, I've been married three times. Um, I started young. My first marriage was a, a, a few years. It was when I was 18. Then I got married again at 27 for seven years. And then I had a 20-year marriage. And they were my biggest teachers, but I kind of had to, I flunked and I had to go back and do the grade again <laughs> because I had so much to learn. So there is no shame in getting divorced or being involved with somebody who you know was not emotionally healthy or anything like that. But when we are um, it's a sales job selling ourselves to to our this next person. The date. It's it's like we want to show up as our best, um, our highest self, positive. You know, looking like we are together, have got it together. If you don't have it together, well, let's work on that and find out what you need to do to do some more healing or or clearing or whatever that is. And so that's uh, part of it, and that's going to clean up a lot of mishaps of not getting on the date because of your interaction through text, which can be very dicey. Uh, be careful what you say on there. Here, another, um, another example that blew uh, the man getting, the client, the male getting out on a date was he was texting with a woman that I connected him with and they had not spoken yet. This was by text and they were bantering back and forth. Hey, you know, he was, people you know the humor does not translate sometimes or someone just doesn't get it and she the woman said something about oh I'm so you know my business is going great because he was what do you do and she was sharing that and uh business he goes how's business well it's going fantastic and he says oh great then you can afford to buy dinner then you can pay for dinner and he was joking of course he was going to take her for dinner and she was not sure she thought what and it was very awkward she didn't know how to respond, and she says, I don't, I don't want to meet him. And that could have been a great match. So there's a lot of matches that we – introductions we make that just get blown. And so we've really – because some of the men want to, want to interact first before they go on the date. They want to talk on the phone or they want to text. But we've kind of said, you know, from now on we're playing concierge and we're setting up the dates. No more – Unless you've got, gotten some coaching and you know what you're doing there, then we're going to set up the dates for you. So you, you show up and you're, you, it's your best, you know, impression in person because they can see how you, know, you look, you're in shape, you dress nice, you smell good, you've got a smile, you have positive energy, and all of that. Now, if things uh, take a little bit of a, a slow start, 
worth or a stall. I want to ask you to uh, be patient, have a sense of humor about things, be positive and not angry at the matchmaker or frustrated because there is divine timing. I take a very uh, deep spiritual bent in all of my work. You may not, but I will tell you that when you're meant to meet someone, nothing's going to stop it. And if, if something really doesn't work out, then it's probably not meant to be. And so just let it go. And trust your matchmaker. Trust us to guide you. Uh, men are very visual. I know that. It's, I mean, I know men who are 80 and 90, and they still have the same taste as they always did and don't want to adjust their age range. I ha- know I have a friend who's 80, and he still wants to date, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, he would never dream of dating, you know, a woman who's in her 70s. Well, guess what? I've known him for about a quarter of a century. He's still single after his divorce. And I want to ask you men to take a look at, at really take a hard look at and think about this because the men are really, you know, the people who look like Heidi Klum, people who look like, you know, Raquel Welch, Uh, you know, God bless her soul. She passed away recently, but people who, you know, really look stunning like this and amazing shape are a very small percentage of humans on the planet. You know, they won the lottery genes and as women get a little bit older and they've had kids, you might have 10 extra pounds. You might have some curves. You're going to have some wrinkles. You're going to have, you know, we're, we're humans. And so, um, as because we work with a lot of men who are 55 plus up to the 70s, and if you can adjust, you know you you expect the women to date 30, 20, 10, 20, 30 years older than themselves, um, but you're not many times willing to to do that, and so so that's still something you know when we talk about feminism and having things equal, that's still an area that really frustrates women. And we're like, this is not fair. It's ridiculous. Women live longer than men. A lot of us are in such great shape. I'm 60 and I am doing hot yoga five days a week. I'm in spin class. I go hiking in the forest. I'm working full time. I've got hobbies. I'm traveling. I have not slowed down. And so some men will think, well, oh, at a certain age, they just can't keep up with me. And I think a lot of times it's the other way around. So I think, um, you know, and I and this may be a kick in the pants here. I'm taking a little hard, hard bent here on you guys, but I want you to be successful. And if you can allow the matchmaker to, um, if she says, if I say, or if you're with another matchmaker and they say, look, I really think this could be a great match, give it a go. What is it going to hurt to have a coffee date, a video date, a lunch, uh, if you don't want to spend a couple of hours at a dinner, a happy hour? Go meet the person. Um, take a hike together. Do something. And, and there's, there, you know what, these, these things, there's no pressure. We don't put pressure on our clients, the men or the women. We say, go and have a good time. Get to know a new person. And what you're really looking for on the first couple of dates is, is this somebody that I could see myself possibly with? Is it someone that I'm physically attracted to? Would I want to kiss this person? How would I feel in their arms? 
uh, is that, you know, that's how I used to gauge it when I was single, if I was interested in seeing someone again. Could I picture myself kissing the person? Um, do I like their personality? Do I feel, um, do we have some things that we're aligned with? The first date could be a little awkward, so it's always good if you feel like, hey, you know, I think this person's pretty cool, but mm, they said a couple things. Give them another chance. You know, don't be so quick. We're so quick uh, in our society. Everything's so fast, fast, fast that we're quick to look for those red flags and count people out immediately. Um, And it's interesting because some people think, I mean, I had a couple go on a date recently where the man left and he says, oh, I, I don't think she wants to see me again. And she said, I have no idea why he would think that. I absolutely want to see him again. And so, it, it, you know, people can be maybe a little shy. It can be a little awkward. But I applaud you and any single who is willing to take that chance and get their butts out there and meet someone, meet a stranger, you know someone that you you don't know that you've been set up with. And so this short uh, podcast is just some tips for you to be more successful, uh, not beating yourself up or your matchmaker up, uh, you know, emotionally, energetically, taking the foot off the brake, just easing up there and allowing this process to be a little more fun, more expansive, and um, I, I can tell you that you're going to have a lot more, um, more success. We, Bradley and I had a, a client um, about a decade ago who signed up with us, a male client um, in California. At the time, I think he was in his late 40s, and he was such a dynamic guy, such a sweet guy, wanted to find a soulmate. And he met every single woman that we suggested for him. And I think in his contract over a year, I think that was about 12 to 14 women that he met. And on his last match, his last introduction, that was the woman. They got married and they've been married for, it's been almost, yeah, almost a decade they've been married. And we get updates and pictures and they send us, you know, friends and referrals because they were so happy. But he didn't, never did he get upset or discouraged or want to throw in the towel. He did the process. He did uh, did what we suggested. And if you're going to hire someone, if you're going to pay your hard, good, earned money, matchmakers, high-end matchmakers are not inexpensive, but they are worth every penny if you will if you will go with the flow and and do the process and t- take their advice and not push back so hard. And men tend to get too hung up on pictures. They like one, you'll like one picture of somebody and it's like, I have to meet her. I have to meet her. And no, no, I don't like that picture. So I'm not going to meet her. And I'll tell you as an, I was an actress for many, many years. I did print modeling and acting. And as a matchmaker for 20 years, I, I, I deal with pictures, photographs, angles, uh, lighting, makeup, um, and somebody that could be your soulmate that is just adorable can absolutely take a crappy picture or have a bad angle that that will make the person look, that will make the woman look like somebody that you would not be interested in. And so um, personally, I meet each woman, if, if it's not in person, I meet her on a Zoom or a FaceTime. I do a video chat, so I see how they look. 
and um, so I know, you know, I, you can trust trust that um, that I can see that they're attractive and you know that they've got great energy and they're looking for long term and all of that. So, and I I know that all the all the matchmakers do. They they meet they meet the women. You know, we we want to do good work. I know many of the boutique matchmakers around the com- country and and they're great women and and. Um, I just I think it's a wonderful industry. We're very heart centered, and so we want to help you guys. And like I said, there are men that I know that I've worked with as a matchmaker 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago. They're still single. Maybe they were in a relationship a couple years or a year, or possibly got married and divorced. But many are just ne- never did get into a relationship because they're too. And this sounds. Mm, I don't really like to say this, but too picky. I mean, too, um, you want to be picky. I mean, you want to have, you want what you want. You've got to have someone aligned and someone, um, I know men are visual and you, if you, let's say you want a curvy woman, that's what you're going to want. If you want someone real slender or if you just have a penchant for brunettes and that's what you want, or you love Asian ladies, or you've got to have a Jewish woman because you're Jewish You know, there's things, there's your must-have list. There's your non-negotiables, and that's okay. But when you, I've had men turn down woman after woman after woman because of the pictures, and you've got to trust us and and let go of the reins a little bit. Um, It is good. Now, get your your list together on your must-haves. Maybe must-love dogs. You've got a dog. Maybe it's the, you know, the religious background. Drinking. I've had guys who own vineyards who go on, you know, have a lot of, business affairs and they would like love the woman to share a glass of wine um i've had guys with private planes and i had a guy who had a small plane but he'd drive he would fly it from from uh one state to another and he says the woman's got to get in the plane with me and fly with me and so i'll screen for that i might you might be allergic to cats and i'm going to screen that out to make sure a woman doesn't have six cats you know so there's, I have another client. He wants uh, someone who's been married and has kids because she understands that and that kind of lifestyle. So you absolutely are, are absolutely uh, encouraged and free to have your must-have list and non-negotiables, but we want to keep it realistic, um, you know. So that's my tips for you, um, wonderful wonderful bachelors out there and if you're interested in knowing more or talking about a possible program reach out my website is linked up in the show notes it's marlamartinson.com you can email me at marlamartinson at mac.com i'm easy to find on instagram i'm at the mystical matchmaker and i look forward to speaking with you and helping you find your soulmate. And I hope this helped and I'm sending you much, much love. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you love this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. For more inspiration and to stay connected, find me on Instagram at The Mystical Matchmaker or my website, marlamartinson.com. Much, much love and hope you have a mystical, magical day.